Hey y'all, hey, welcome back to our third mini episode for Nurses Week. Happy Nurses Week. I hope you're celebrating yourself, if nothing else. Today, we're going to be talking about a super popular topic that I think no matter if you are a new nurse or you've been a nurse forever, you have experienced or you have observed someone else experiencing. And this is in the area of burnout, of how do I leave work at work? How do I deal with the stresses of work while at work? And this is a super popular topic because us nurses, we have a very different work dynamic, right? Most of us, especially if you're in the hospitals or even some acute care facilities and things like that, work 12-hour shifts. I know people who've worked 16. I have as well. We have odd hours that we work, so we're at work at night, you know, where most people, it's not your typical eight to four, nine to five gigs. So just dealing with that and then the length of time that we are at work. And also we are doing direct patient care as in like, it's not that I'm at the office and I have paperwork to do and there's a time and place for everything. So not to degrade people who don't take care of people, but the when you take care of people, these are whole human beings, human experiences, They are not just as straightforward as a checkbox or a task list or a calendar link, right? So it is very super dynamic in that aspect of there is no two days the same. Even in my 10-year career, no two days have been the same, even when I have the same patients. So I feel like that's super important to point out because it's nursing and healthcare in general is not like any other field. We take care of people. And I look at healthcare and what we do as nurses. I include in my mind, anyone who takes care of folks. So like doulas. Um, So I'm not just specifically talking about nurses, anyone who spends their time, you know, even coaches, like we are working with people, such a dynamic field when you are working with human beings. And throughout this episode, you may or may not hear the unicorn in the background. My daughter is having lots of fun with that, but I'm hoping you can still hear me over that. And so when I ask folks, hey, what do you want to hear about during this Nurses Week podcast, many episodes that I throw up? And when it comes to burnout, it was things like, hey, I need to know or learn how to shut things off when I get off work. How do I not take my job home with me? And what I hear is, how do I not take those emotions and those experiences? How do I decompress after a very long shift? How do I, after a very long or maybe even just horrible shift, not blame myself for not feel like shit two and three hours later when I'm at home? So I'm going to give some of my insight. And again, I am not the expert. I am literally talking to you all from my personal experience. My hope is that lots of nurses will chime in and also add to the conversation because everybody experiences different things. We all work in different places, different cities, states, countries, whatever. And so there is, in my opinion, what I bring to the table will not maybe benefit everybody. So the conversation needs to be had across the board. And I would love to hear from 
any nurses out there on any topic that I bring up and include them in the conversation um, on what they feel has been helpful for them. So let's get to it. Burnout. This is a word thrown around in many different workplaces and especially in healthcare and with us nurses. And I wanted to really talk about what burnout really is. Um, I, of course, as a coach, am coached all the time. I have my own coaches and I take this work very seriously. One of the coaches that um, I invest in her program, Brooke Castillo, probably one of the Maybe I might say my favorite coach, to be very honest. Um, She has changed my life and um, especially me being a coach. So she talks about this and I learned from her that, you know, when we think of burnout, right, we think of the situation around us. Oh my God, I'm doing so much work. I'm working so hard. I'm working so many long hours. I'm doing all these things. And she helped me to realize that burnout is has everything to do with our attitude behind what we're doing. What are we thinking around what we're doing? You can work very long hours if you like. You can work all the time. You can work very hard if you would like. But burnout doesn't come from what you're actually doing or what's around you. It comes from your attitude behind that. So she talks about the three aspects of burnout. And that is stressful thinking poor planning, and scarcity thinking. Now, in regards to her talking, as I was learning from her, it was very much centered, of course, on coaches or like your everyday work environment, right? Um, I don't think that healthcare was in mind in when I was learning this. However, as I thought about it, these three aspects could, could 100% still take place in our thinking of burnout and how we are in the healthcare field. So as I go over these, I'm really talking in mind of like, how do we prevent burnout in our minds by way of how our attitude is around these things? How can we look at these three aspects in our daily workload? So while we're at work to ensure that we have a decent shift. I know many will not believe me when I say this, but I literally have had a handful of bad shifts. And I use that term very lightly because, and this is not to like downplay anything that anyone else has going on. This is really to show the power of our thoughts. And I'll kind of sprinkle in what I think, you know, may benefit me in the way that I think about my shifts and why I've not really, and I've worked in all aspects on the inpatient side, you know, ER, ICUs, SICUs, the med search floors, specialty floors, oncology, like, you know, many different places. I've been in the leadership charge nurse role. I've worked in infusion clinics. Like, so I've done a fairly good bit of work and I've never experienced like when people talk about like going home and being a hot mess or wanting to quit or this is horrible and just like having a horrible shift does not mean that I'm better than anyone else. I think it has everything to do with the way I think while I'm working and the thoughts I choose to have around my shift and even after. So when we talk about stressful thinking, that was one of the three that she talked about. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, when you're getting report, you know, what are you thinking about how your day is going to turn out? Oftentimes, you know, when you get report and they tell you, oh my God, they're the worst. I am so sorry. This is going to be X, Y, Z. Like some of us take those thoughts on as ours. I don't. In my mind, this is a new shift, new clean slate. Now, have I had patients that are 
really ridiculous or or a workload or super heavy like the last nurse told me yes but i came into it not allowing their thoughts around their patients and their shift to make me feel as though or think oh shit this is going to be my shift and in regards to stressful thinking what are your thoughts throughout the day so as a nurse you know lots of things get thrown at us throughout the day like you can start your shift one way and it completely be different by the end we just don't know what's going to happen we're taking care of human beings and if you're in you know ICU or something like that you really don't know what's happening because your patients are already on that very sick you know, line of you have no idea what may happen next so what how do you choose to think about your day what do you expect i come in knowing i have no idea what's getting ready to happen i'm going to come in with a positive attitude i'm going to do my best i'm never going to try to do more than that um take on all these different things i can do one thing at a time and i'm going to try my best to have the thoughts around first of all this is 12 hours like in my mind i am not here forever these patients this is where they live currently this is what they have to deal with this is their families like this is encompassing them but literally i only have 12 hours i get to go home and i tell myself like i can do anything for 12 hours and it has served me because to me in my mind it's not so much the actual work not that it doesn't get really bad not that at all but our our thoughts around our work really defines the work in a way and that's how you can have nurses have same workload or someone has more than the other and the other's more stressed out like it's all around our thoughts around it so i really try my best to have a positive attitude around my workload to begin with no matter what the last nurse told me or what's happening throughout the shift and when i do feel that sense of overwhelm coming on this is 12 hours I have five hours left. You know, I really disconnect myself with the work in regards to this is not my life. This is temporary. So watch how you are thinking about your shift, about your patients, about the people you work with and about what you're doing throughout the day. It will make the world of difference if you are being intentional of the thoughts you choose to have. The second aspect she said was poor planning. And when I thought of this, I really, truly, if I had to pick one of these three things that I feel like I do well and may contribute to a more positive career than negative, I should say, I would say my ability to plan out my day and my time management skills. So when I first started as a nurse, I didn't have any and I was just running around. It was crazy like those first, the first year or so, but I quickly caught on to like, why is this shift so fucking crazy from the time I walk in to the time I leave? Why am I having to come in here 30 minutes early to get all the details of my patients so that boom, as soon as I get a report, I can hit the ground running. Why am I not taking lunches? Why after I give report, I am always here, you know, still charting, still doing the thing. And that happened for me for the first year or so. And so I learned like there are things here that I could be a little better with. And the time management was a big piece. So when you're getting report, do you take the time to make sure you have an overview of your shift? If you're new or maybe even forgetful, do you write down the times that you need to do certain things, important medications, you know, when you have to go somewhere? If there's a procedure that you know about, 
Are you being proactive and calling down and seeing if they have a time for that procedure so that you can plan ahead? If and when you know that time, are you making sure your other patients are good? So all their meds are given, their charting's caught up, all those kinds of things so that when you're gone for an hour and a half or whatever, even 30 minutes can make or break your shift, honestly, when you're gone off doing other things. When you get back and you're able to see your other patients and kind of get back into the swing of that, you're not behind. You're not behind on your charting. So for me, planning has really been the most probably influential aspect of why I hardly ever have a bad shift because as I'm getting report, I'm thinking about my day. I'm kind of puzzling this in of how things are going to go. I know who I'm going to see first. When I have certain things that are time specific, I have that written down. If I have a really busy shift, it's not it's not unlike me to set an alarm to remind myself that, oh, they need to be down at this time. So when I'm going places with one patient, you know, take them down to MRI or whatever, I've my other patients are already good. I'm putting them in also giving report and putting them in the hands of someone I can trust that, you know, if something were to happen, they're going to be there for me and this patient's not going to be left hanging while I'm gone. So how is your planning around your shift and are you being proactive instead of reactive with the things that will probably happen in the shift? Her third aspect was scarcity thinking. And this was kind of hard at first. I'm like, "Mm, how can I put that in regards to burnout and nursing? And I thought about, well, actually, a lot of us can start our shifts with this scarcity, sorry, thinking, you know, there's not enough time. These patients are super busy. I won't be able to do all these things. And all this also goes back to the stressful thinking, right? But I'm being given too much to do. You know, you're thinking you can't enjoy this shift and take care of the patient. You can't have a lunch. Like there's just not enough time. And for me, when I have realized, oh, hold up. I am one person. I can do one thing. I'm going to do my best to the best of my ability. I'm going to use my resources, especially my techs. I can do a whole episode on how, especially those of us that are in ICU or acute care places like that, do not delegate well to our techs. I have worked many places and shifts and all that, that techs sit most of the night. Um, They're not very helpful usually. And this is not a shot against techs. Every time I've been in this situation, nine times out of 10, it's because they don't even know what it is that we need. We're not asking, we're not delegating. So this, when in, in regards to scarcity mindset, thinking about the shift, like you have lots of hands typically. And in the event that you don't kind of wrapping your mind around like, how can I go back to that time management? If we're short on text, if the charge is in um, staffing and she has, she or he has patience, how can I ensure that my time management today is up to par? But when you do have those resources, when you have your charge walking around, hey, do you need anything? And even if they're not needing something, if you have so much going on to where it's starting to hinder your care for your patients because it's just becoming overwhelming. That is what your charge nurse is for. That is what another nurse on the floor who's maybe not as busy is for. And if you're listening and you're one of those nurses that are chill when you don't have a busy assignment or you're good with just like sitting and everybody else is running around, I'd really encourage you to maybe just pay attention to your surroundings because that's one thing I decided early on was I'm not chilling unless everybody else is chilling. So and you know how it goes. One day you may have an easier workload. The next day is shit and it goes with everybody else. So 
I may have patients that maybe it's my second or third night with them and we chill, we copacetic, but it's the first night for this other nurse and he's trying to get his shit together and he's running around. I'm not going to be sitting down chilling on Facebook or just charting. Hey, how can I help you? What can I do for you? Because your team is, will make or break your shift as well, especially if you're in the ICU setting where we don't have many techs, we have to work together. So just keep that in mind. I don't necessarily feel like nurses don't care about other nurses when that happens. They just are into their own mind, their own world, and a lot of them maybe are not paying attention. So just keep that in mind. If you have an easy shift, who around you does not? Who around you has not sat down? Who do you keep seeing flustered and walking around and looking for things? And who is a charge nurse helping, right? And if you're a charge nurse, like you absolutely should not be sitting down when you have staff that are running around crazy. Like as a charge, your responsibility is to be a resource, not to just make assignments and put out fires. Who can you help? Like every shift it, it should be, who will need the most help today? As you're getting report and as you're looking at the assignment of who has who, okay, that person probably will need my hands. Let me go and see what I can do for them. Like being proactive as a charge nurse makes or breaks everybody's shift. So those are some things that I think would be helpful to help you if you are struggling and when you or when you are struggling or if you find yourself continually struggling on a regular basis, because this is not to say that I don't struggle. But if that's your regular norm, if work is always crazy and you can't get ahead and you have these aspects of stressful thinking, poor planning or the scarcity thinking, maybe go back and listen and think of, you know, pick out the pieces that you think might be helpful, because in my opinion, work should not be stressful most of the time. We have some stressful shifts, but it should not be your norm. And if it is, I'm willing to bet that your thoughts around what's going on is probably causing most of that. So I hope that's helpful. Now, in regards to decompressing after your shift, so you're done, you're out of there. What are some things that can help people that, you know, you continue to take this home with you or you think about it or you're still anxious and overwhelmed two hours after the shift? I'm going to first point out and I'm going to say this time and time again that everything, I don't care what the topic is. We're talking about nurses and their shifts, but everything that we experience is centered around the thoughts we have. Everything. Everything is a circumstance. So, um, I had five patients and I needed to be in everyone's room all the time. That's not really a great circumstance, but I can't think of a great example. But just think of an actual circumstance. And a circumstance is always a fact. Like we can all agree. This mic I'm looking at right now is black. That's a circumstance. That's a fact. It's neutral. We can all agree that it's not purple, right? So when you're talking about your circumstance, it's not, oh, I had a rough shift. What does rough mean? Your definition of rough may be different from my definition of rough. So you always want to make sure that the circumstance, and I learned this from Brooke Castillo as well, is factual, neutral, we can all agree. And then your thoughts about that is what causes your emotion around that circumstance. So remember that, anchor your thoughts in that, and that everything is centered around your thoughts on that particular situation. And let's be honest, like what we do includes other people's lives all the time. So for me, like it's not really crazy to clock out and be like worried about that patient or wondering if you did the right thing. Like this is normal, really. This is not like a sit down office job where nobody is dying or retail where you go in and you stock shelves and all these things. And again, not to put down anyone else's gig, but if you're not taking care of human beings, I'm sorry, it's, it's not 
it is not the same experience is what I should say. So I think of, you know, the thoughts that we have and, and the feelings that we still take with us when we get in our car. I actually think that that's normal. I think it's what you decide to do with it that, you know, will make or break you as a nurse and in your career. You know, as a nurse, like what you're doing in your 12 hours can literally be the decision between someone making it and someone not. Like it's a very stressful thing. And we have people's lives in our hands at all times. Even if you're on a regular med search floor, like we hear of patients coding, like all kinds of things. You can give a medication too fast. You can give the wrong medication. A patient could be teetering and you don't know that because they're not on the monitor. So you don't see their vitals. Like I can go on all day of how important the work we do, no matter where you are, what specialty, uh, inpatient, outpatient, how important it is and how stressful it is. So just really bringing some normalcy around being having these thoughts when we do leave work and then also realizing though the power in our choice right we choose what we want to think about that what we want to hold on to how long we want to have those thoughts and what we want to do with it ironically last night i was at a um, networking event um, for nurses it was an educational event and the president of the chapter she had mentioned at the end and it was really a good good point for me to bring up here was that hey i know that what we do is very stressful and you could take that home and you know all these different things but she pointed out like she always tells her staff she's a manager at a local hospital here to when they leave think of three accomplishments and one opportunity because when she talked about it she talked about the importance of looking and finding what it is that we have done well we do it every day and a lot of it just comes second nature so we don't even realize that but she said three accomplishments one opportunity and i'll add also that you get to decide what you're going to do with all three of those right like the three accomplishments one one opportunity like make the decision of what you are going to make those mean so accomplishments again you're like accomplishments i don't know i don't know like in 12 hours you have had many accomplishments which to me is only like you chose to do the better thing or the more positive thing when you could have chose something else or you went out of your way to do something that you didn't have to do so even something as what would be simple we would think as simple as greeting you know every coworker when you come in the off going shift the ongoing shift when you're going into your rooms speaking to even the family members of the patient and not just talking to the patient right so greeting them with a smile bringing that good energy you know what was your attitude towards unexpected tasks that you had to do throughout that day like you have an opportunity for example to push an MRI off to the next shift like y'all know we do did you do that or did you say hey I want this patient to get care as fast as possible I have the time let me do that right you know other things changing IVs other there's so many other tasks that we can easily push off to the next shift because we don't feel like it or we feel we're too busy and if you're not busy and you can do it and you made the choice to go ahead and be proactive in that like that's an accomplishment and it actually directly affects the patient care it affects your nurses the next uh, nurses shift right did you take a lunch break like did you do some self-care for yourself did you walk off the unit if you were able go outside you know get a few minutes in a walk get some fresh air right did you balance the social part of the shift with the charting part right did you watch for your time management did you enjoy your shift with the people you work with while also taking care of your patients and helping each other out. Like there are so many opportunities for accomplishments in a 12 hour shift. And 
it's not all about what did you get done as far as your task and the meds. Like, what other things did you do? Did you have a good conversation? Were you open to someone who maybe was struggling in a certain area that you've had experience in? Like, I can talk all day long. So when you hop in your car, just kind of think about that. Like, what are three accomplishments? What are three things that I did today that I did not have to do? The extra thing that the me going be beyond what was expected of me and not necessarily by way of task or the things that you are supposed to do uh, with the patient, but like, how are we interacting with each other? Like my energy and your energy and their energy, like we create the energetic shift in the room. That is really important. It's not talked about enough. So I know for a fact that if you have worked a 12 hour shift, you have three accomplishments that you could talk about. Let's not even talk about dealing with conflict, you know, did you have a difficult family, difficult patient, were you kind, did you practice patience, uh, co-workers, like y'all, it is so much encompassing a 12-hour shift for a nurse. So find those three things, hone in on those. And then she talked about one opportunity, which I like the way, um, and I think this was a normal, in her workplace, they use opportunity instead of like, a failure or where you did something wrong. I love opportunity because when we make mistakes, the whole point is like we can learn from those and move forward, right? So what happened with that opportunity? What led up to the event? So for example, maybe there were some important medications that you gave late or vital signs that have been off for a while that maybe you weren't paying attention to. The physicians weren't reported of those vital signs. Anything like that, you know, even how maybe you spoke to a coworker because, you know, you were irritated or stressed or whatever, or y'all think of the accomplishments. And on the other opposite side of that, there's definitely some things that you can learn from if you operate in that way. Forgot something, didn't do something that was important, you know, speaking disrespectfully to family members or patients because you have no patience at this time. Like all kinds of things that we can think about that can happen in your 12 hours. So maybe thinking about that as well. And it's like, And just assessing like, why did that happen? What led to the event? So if it's something you were supposed to do that you didn't or you took too long, did you put it off because you didn't feel like it or you felt they could wait? You know, what was going on in your mind around that? And kind of thinking of if you could do over, what, how would you handle that? And really give yourself grace and compassion about all of that because we are humans taking care of humans. It's an entire human experience and we're not robots. These things are going to happen all the time. Just like everybody else, you're not going to want to do your job every day. Like I think there's a misconception that us nurses just, we have a heart of gold and we never have negative emotions towards patients and their families and coworkers. And we just love to be at work every single day. This is what we work up for and wake up for. And we don't even have a life outside of this place. This is it. But many of us go into work with lots of shit on our minds. Our entire 12 hours is to serve other people, right? Try doing that and also having marital problems. Your kid blowing up your phone because of some drama that's happening at home or at school or with their friends. You work 12 hours, so a lot can happen in that instant, right? Some of us have family members in the hospital while we're also taking care of other people. We want to be with our family. We had to put a smile on and care for someone else because our energy is really important in what we do. But we have a lot and we could have a lot going on inside. We're normal human beings. 
Not to mention, it's not just an eight hour shift. Most nurses are working 12 plus hours. I used to work 16 hours very much often, right? And that's a normal for a lot of people, but even 12 hours is a lot. That's a long ass time to fake it, right? This is not easy work. So giving yourself grace and compassion and also giving that to other nurses. When I first started my nursing career, I was very shut off, like very much to myself for a lot of different reasons. But now 10 years later, I understand the importance of us working together and of me being a support system to the nurses I work around. I used to not deal with nurses and as not get to know them, nothing. I come to work, I do my job and that's it. And I, not that I think anything is wrong with that, but I have an inner desire to get to know people. And when you get to know the people you're working around, you build a very, a sense of like coercion and morale on the unit where everyone just, we may have good days, bad days. It's like a family, right? Like if you work in that environment, you know what I mean, where you got people that are off, you, they get into it, all kinds of stuff. It's literally just like a family, but it makes work easier. When you can come to work and you know, oh, my girl's here, you know, or my boy's here and, and we gonna, we're going to have a good time tonight. And even those you don't necessarily care for, the more you work and you help each other out. That's why I feel like ICU nurses are very close in that aspect because we don't typically have techs. The more you get to know them as a person and not, oh, this is a job. I'm clocking in, I'm clocking out. It just makes the shift a lot better. So when you're leaving work, give yourself grace that this is not easy. Think of those three accomplishments and one opportunity that you can learn from, not beat yourself up from, right? You can learn from. Every day I can think of things that, hmm, I could have done this, I could have done that, or when that happens the next time, this is how I'll handle it. And remember that everything, even outside of this topic today, is based around your thoughts around that and the power is you get to choose the thoughts that you have. If a thought is serving you, great, keep it. But if a thought is causing you to feel a certain way and have certain actions that you do and things you don't do, you can decide to change that thought. Know that you're a nurse, but your nursing work does not define you. Like you are a whole entire human being. You should have a life outside of work, whatever you want that to be. I always remind myself too, after a hard shift, 24 hour nursing, we can't always get everything done. And when I'm getting report for some nurses, like a lot of y'all beat yourselves up because you couldn't get to this or you couldn't get to that. Listen, it's 12 hours, but it's 24 hour nursing, which means what you weren't able to do, I can pick up. No worries. There's a difference between being lazy and having a rough day. And we all know that difference. So just don't feel bad about if you couldn't get everything done, you did what you could, give yourself grace, be open, be honest, utilize your resources during your shift. Do not try to do it all. It wasn't made for you to do it all. So utilize your resources, have good time management skills, plan out your day, check your thinking throughout the day. Remember, this is just 12 hours and you are literally doing God's work. Your work makes a difference in someone's life every single day. And if you're feeling burnt out, think of the thoughts that you're having around that. Think of where you could be changing your thoughts or where you could do that thought work yourself. And y'all, at the end of the day though, if you've been somewhere and you're not feeling it, why are you still there? Find somewhere else to go. Find another opportunity. Maybe that's not your thing. That's the beautiful part of nursing is that it is endless, the options that we have. I think I said last episode, 96 specialties or something like that in nursing. Like none of us should be working in a place that we genuinely do not like. Do the work, 
Find out where you want to go and go there. But if you are jumping from place to place to place, it's not the specialty or the work, baby. And I hope with that, this has been helpful. I would love to hear your thoughts around it. Any questions you have, anything you want to add, like what did I miss here? What are some other ways that you've dealt with quote unquote burnout and ensuring that you're not taking this work home, ensuring, you know, that you are really fulfilling yourself. I didn't even speak of the aspect of taking care of our bodies, right? Like what are we drinking throughout our shift? A lot of us do not even be drinking. A lot of us aren't even going to use the bathroom more than once in a whole 12 hour shift, right? I've had nurses not use the bathroom at all. Like you're doing too much. You're doing too much. We have to take care of ourselves first. And that's in the hospital or your workplace and out of it, right? So do you have your water intake? What is your diet like? What What's going on there, right? Are you moving your body? Are you stretching? Like yoga has been amazing for me. Are you stretching every day? And I do that when I get off work, do some really good stretches before I go to sleep. It just makes the world of a difference. Breath work, look into that. That And that's something you can use at the work, at your job. I have, during a rough shift, I have gone into the bathroom, did some yoga, did some stretching, stretching up, moving my arms around. I've just kind of sat and looked at myself, did some self, you know, self-talk and whatever you got to do to get through that shift, but take care of yourself. A lot of this stems from us giving, 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 and not knowing how it feels to receive and to give ourselves. So, I think that's it, y'all. I can talk about this for a long time. I hope that this was helpful. And again, let me know if I missed something. I would love to add it to the show notes and we can continue this conversation over on social uh, Moms Who Achieve on Instagram and Facebook. Love y'all. See y'all tomorrow.